This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, March 10th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. White House rule vax challenge. EPA nominees set for vote. And what soil health can mean for the bottom line. Local voice is key to rural vaccination rates. President Joe Biden's COVID-19 advisors tell AgriPulse they're optimistic that rural residents will get vaccinated in sufficient numbers to stop the virus from circulating. But these advisors say they know people who may be hesitant about getting a shot have to hear from their doctors and other local people they trust. The officials say they're working with states and with stakeholder groups both to get feedback and to provide the information that is needed. We just want to make sure every American feels like they can be included in the conversation and get their questions answered, said Andy Slavitt, Biden's senior advisor on COVID. The White House also is taking steps to address the shortage of vaccine sites in many rural areas. We'll have a lot more on this issue in this week's AgriPulse newsletter. House set to pass stimulus. House Democrats are ready to send that massive $1.9 trillion stimulus package to Biden's desk for his signature. The House needs to vote again on the bill today because of the changes the Senate made to the measure. What's next? Well, the House Budget Committee Chairman John Yarmuth, a Kentucky Democrat, is eyeing the fall for the next budget reconciliation bill, and he says it could be used to pay for addressing climate change. We'll be watching this closely because it is a potential vehicle to ramp up conservation program spending ahead of the next farm bill. About that filibuster... Senator Joe Manchin, a West Virginia Democrat, is shooting down the suggestion that he would support filibuster reforms that would allow Democrats to pass bills with a simple majority. The minority must have input into legislation, and there must be a 60-vote threshold for passing bills, Manchin told reporters yesterday. And this note. Register today for the 2021 AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit. Hear from some of the industry's top minds as they discuss climate risks, rewards, and uncertainties during this virtual event. This year's summit will feature three half-day sessions, March 22nd through 24th. You can register at AgriPulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. The Obama administration's war on child obesity was a hallmark of its food policy. And Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack told members of the School Nutrition Administration yesterday that the issue also will be a priority under the Biden administration, though he didn't give any hints as to what actions he will take. 
it's critically important that we focus not just on food insecurity and getting people fed, but that we also continue to look for ways in which we can improve the healthy choices that our children and that all of us have in the country, he said. EPA nominee to get Senate okay. The Senate is set to confirm Michael Regan today as administrator of the EPA. A cloture vote is scheduled this afternoon with the final vote taking place about two hours later. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer has filed cloture on Representative Deb Holland's nomination to be Interior Secretary, setting up a likely confirmation vote next week. Two GOP Senators, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska and Susan Collins of Maine, say they'll support Holland. Two other Republicans, Montana Steve Daines and Wyoming Cynthia Lummis, have been working to delay the final vote as long as they can. Survey. Soil health management boosts income. Farmers who used soil health management systems cut their costs and increased their net income, according to a new analysis by the Soil Health Institute. SHI interviewed 100 farmers in nine states that account for 71% of U.S. corn production, 67% of soybean production. It found 85% of corn growers and 88% of soybean growers increased their net income. The survey questioned those who actively manage their soil health by using any or combination of practices such as no or reduced tillage, cover crops, or grazing. Bottom line, corn grower costs fell $24 an acre. Soybean grower costs decreased by $17 an acre. And at the same time, corn growers saw their net income go up by $52 an acre. For soybean farmers, the increase was $45 an acre. USDA, China pork production will likely be up 14% this year. Chinese pork production is expected to increase by 14% in 2021, but that still won't be a full recovery from the damage done to the country by African swine fever, according to a new analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. China is now forecast to produce 47 million tons of pork this year, up from 41.1 million in 2020. As a result, Chinese imports will drop roughly 15 percent, but still remain relatively strong. An FAS analyst in Beijing says, quote, competitively priced pork uh, imported as pork products will continue to be an important component of the domestic pork supply. Pork imports in 2021 are forecast to reach 4.5 million metric tons as consumers are increasingly receptive to chilled or frozen pork. New rains slow Brazil soy harvest further. The already delayed Brazilian soybean crops slowed down even further last week as continued heavy rains allowed only a 10% increase in harvesting and the weather an increasing threat to yield, according to the consulting firm Agrao. The country's soybean harvest is 35% complete compared to 49% at the same point last year. Agrile raised its production forecast last month to 133 million metric tons, but the firm said it may have to reconsider. That's because high humidity in some major growing areas is worsening quality problems. Here's today's He Said It. 
I will have been in the Congress 26 years by the end of this term and 20 years in elected office in Missouri before that. That should be enough to satisfy even the neediest politician, you know. That's Senator Roy Blunt, a Missouri Republican, talking to reporters about his retirement decision. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, March 10th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.